Podcasts are an independent way for podcasters like me to bring a local voice to your ears. At the Spent the Rent Podcast, we strive to raise awareness of topics that affect the often underrepresented. Our title sponsor, Oregon Cashflow Pro, offers free money management advice that can help you take control of your finances. At OregonCashflowPro.com, you will find videos to guide you towards your goal of financial freedom. For more info, there will be a link in the show notes. The following podcast is available on all major streaming sites, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. You can now listen to all previous episodes, donate to the podcast, and buy shirts directly from the Spent the Rent podcast at our newly designed official website, strpod.com. Welcome to the Spent the Rent Podcast. I am your host, Patty Rose. My guest today is a longtime personal friend and friend of the show, music teacher and content creator, Joey Helpish. Joey, welcome to the show. Hi, buddy. Yeah, so this is like the fourth or fifth or eighth time you've been on. I'm uh, I I always like to bring you on when you have big news, which you're constantly working on new content, yeah. constantly pumping stuff out, whether it's YouTube videos about recording music or recorded music itself uh so we have both of those things to talk about today yeah uh we're gonna get to an ep at the very end of this uh that's definitely gonna turn some heads the ep is titled actually autistic uh and we're gonna play a song with the same title of the of the uh it's a self-titled song from the ep so joey helpish welcome to the show hey uh I'm tired now because behind the scenes before we hit record, uh, we had to figure out all of the audio stuff, which you would think that me and you would have that dialed. But because we constantly mix up what we use, like every time for you, you're like, I like my setup. So I'm going to try something different. That's exactly true. Uh, (laughs) Something I've actually been like a lot of what's been going on with me is trying to work around that and find things that work always. Uh, They're consistent, like this black background, me, the weirdo in a black box sees um is like constant and every time i i veer away from it now people are like hey why are you not a weirdo in a black box or they're gonna see this and be like why are you in color you wear pink yeah i right. wear pink the whole time i was wearing pink so to reference the weirdo in the black box uh yeah. you live in a black void on the internet and <laughs> the first thing we're going to talk about today is your new website that showcases that uh to the fullest extent so joeyhelpish.com yeah. is your website which you're kind of going away. If anybody has listened to the episodes with you on the show, uh, we really were talking about Dandyland Studios. Yeah. Dandyland Studios is your music school and online and, and also in person pre-COVID and post-COVID. But, you know, now you're kind of, for the time being, focusing more on the Joey Helpish brand. Can you talk on that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I guess personal branding is the buzzword that, but really to me, it just means being yourself and uh, finding your people. Um, But also there was this issue that we were having where we were putting Dandyland Studios kind of in front of me, even though I'm the only teacher at Dandyland Studios, I'm the only, you know, musician at Dandyland Studios. It's really just like me. Um, And we were putting that in front of us and I was being treated like I'm a corporation or a fancy school and I'm just a weirdo in a box. And so that's 
why the whole switch in branding. Dandyland is still, that's just basically what we call our home. We, um, we make uh, incredible amounts of art in our home. And eventually when we open back up, we'll have people come over and make stuff with us. But, um, but I would rather when I'm doing, you know, promotions or like talking about the stuff I do, it's just so much easier for people to understand for me just to say, I'm a, I'm an autistic musician who lives on the internet in a black void. And I am just here to try to get you to make more art and to embrace being yourself. Um, and that's essentially what I do in all the work I do with, um, kids and with people on the spectrum and neurodivergent people and all the creative coaching I did. It's all just based around, Hey, this is who I am. And, um, part of who I am is me helping you be who you are. Yeah. I love the website. And I, I mean, anybody listening, listen to this episode before you go there and we'll talk about it at the end, but joeyhelpish.com. Uh, what you've done with it to make it really feel like that black void. So it's basically yeah. you hovering on the center of the screen on a video or whatever, yeah. animated in a way to where it seems like it's popping up. You know, it's really well done, but it basically has all of the the tools and the and the different you know things that you can offer as services and uh, basically just inspiration for people to make music themselves. Uh, so yeah, so anybody listening is going to have to check it out to see exactly what I'm talking about. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's hard watching, to describe. Yeah, I was watching the. Uh, oh, one of the major things that is that we can use to describe it is that there's yeah. not a lot of text. There's almost none. It's just videos and buttons that make you go to other videos, and then there's a few booking buttons, um, and that's pretty much it. Most of the content is just me talking. The reason why that is, is I started making a list of things that I don't want to do anymore because I don't enjoy them and, and I'm terrible at them. And one of those is editing and writing and editing what I write. I would rather just talk. Um, Yeah. And it's apps is basically what it turns into. Yeah. And that's what people like is they like, they, they know what it's called an app. And then it just does what they want it to. They don't need to have it explained to them. That's the point. They're just user-friendly enough. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of the feel of what I got from the website is that it's, you know, obviously it's it's just obvious. And then it really dials home or drills home exactly what you're trying to do, you know, with your song therapies and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So yeah, anybody listening is going to need to check it out because for one, if you're looking to make music and you don't know how to start, I think there's nobody in the world that is better than you at, <laughs> at directing somebody on where to go with that. Because, the, you know, the tools yeah, that you give people is real quick is yeah. you can start with very little, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what's been really cool. Uh, so one of the other things that's been a, a change that's been consistent now um, all year so far is every single morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, I live stream and from my studio and make stuff. Um, And it's a show I call how to song. Um, And that has been really cool to watch people. So like most of my friendships were based around our friendship was based around a computer screen with wave files and a microphone and, and sitting on the couch and making stuff. And, um, and that is now what I do every morning and I'm starting to, um, there's these people who are watching what I'm doing and starting and just making stuff Um, or people that I work with who couldn't afford for me to teach them every single morning who are 
it's like this supplement of like watching me create every day. Um, and then they learn little tricks and things. You know, so talking about the, uh, the pay of it, the money exchange um, mm-hmm. with Dandyland Studios, what you do is you offer online scholarship or there's online donations that go towards scholarships. So people that want to support the system, you know, support potential students. Talk on that a little bit. Um, yeah. So that started when, I mean, we're a couple of years into it, but really when COVID hit, because what happened was that I, I started live streaming then we had a lot of people who weren't taking lessons who were really super supportive of what I do with kids and with people and a whole bunch of um, parents who lost their jobs or lost their income really quickly. So I did a fundraiser. I think it was my second fundraiser and we raised way more than um, I was expecting. And now throughout this whole COVID thing, I have never once had to tell somebody no, because essentially that we have people we're constantly, we have a PayPal um, and there's a link on the website and we're constantly just taking little bits um, every time I do a live show or anything. Um, and then we do these drives every once in a while. Um, and most of that money just goes to paying me um, to uh, teach kids. And most of our uh, scholarship money goes to autistic kids. Yeah. Which it's, it's a really good setup. And I think, I think that you've really made uh, this perfect little niche for yourself. I mean, I've known you for a long time and it's like, how is this music creation thing going to be equitable or sustainable is the right word, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's... the only one, the thing that I, I just recorded an episode of my podcast with the helpish about this, because when I was younger, I was told that I was never going, I had to learn other things because I was never going to be able to live a life where I just created because that's all I wanted when I was a kid. And um, they were really wrong. And especially being an autistic person, like autistic burnout is a huge risk for me, um, which is just when an autistic person has to mask in order to pass as a neurotypical, as a normie, it's really exhausting. Um, and so for me going into the normal workforce, I went into nursing for a while was exponentially more exhausting for me than a neurotypical pe- person or, or a person who's not super creative. What's funny about what I was told when I was young is that it took me until my mid thirties to go. I literally just don't have any option other than to make money off of being creative. There, there is no other option for me. And as soon as I accepted that, I'm okay now. Yeah, it's pretty liberating. <laughs> you and, know, and also then you figure out things. There's always a way to, to have that kind of exchange. And the, one of the biggest things is that I approach even teaching as therapy. I approach everything about music and creativity as a form of therapy. So that becomes something different than like, I'm a dude that plays songs and pay me to play them i'm not into that but it's also a super collective thing because you 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 do a lot of your work on uh ipad you know and so with apps and so there was a lot of people that are have that like i was talking about the way that your website the fluidity of your website there's a lot of people that did their part to allow this to happen for you and this is the beauty you're somebody that technology has really has really benefited tenfold. There's, there's the, no way a dude like me would have 
would be able to be as successful. When I say successful, I just mean I'm happy and, I, and, and right. I'm not hungry. You're ho- um, you ha- and you're housed, you know? Yeah. I mean- yeah. Um, there's no way <laughs> without technology. And that's a big part of like kind of what I preach and the outreach work that I try to do is to find people like me and go, Hey, did you know that uh, all those things that they, that we were told that were not possible are not just possible, but probably required and pretty and simple, you know, and there's so many resources. What's a beautiful thing. So one of the partnerships that you've just recently built, uh, I had a guest on my podcast. They have a website called educational equity now. Mm -hmm. And now you are a uh, community resource on the, on the website, which is really cool. Uh, And anybody listening to this needs to listen to that episode uh, that I did about it's called educational equity. Now, and that website is incredible for what it's doing for uh, young students, well, students of all ages and primarily students with exceptionalities. That's the word that Nels likes to use. He's a special education teacher at South Eugene High School. And that's the word that he likes to use is exceptionalities. And I think that that's really cool. And what we're going to, if, if we have time today, we might talk about some of the, just the, the dialogue and the, and the challenges mm-hmm. of, of autism and just how to communicate what it is to some people. Yeah. But that's that's a big mission I've taken on no, recently. Yeah. yeah. I've I know. And you're very vocal and you're, you know, true to yourself and and that's gonna rough some feathers. But Chris. so so one of the things you offer I want to talk on is is song therapy. Uh that's probably one of your most popular things. Is that right? No. I mean I think teaching iPad is what I do the most of. Um, just teaching people how to be creative on an iPad or an iPhone. But as far as like what gets people through the door, um, yeah, I think, and what gets people to talk about the things I do, it's that I can sit with somebody, get them to rant and translate all of their thoughts and feelings into a song in about 20 minutes. Yeah. And I know Uh, as a writer, as a musician myself, or I mean, kind of, you taught me a lot. basically to be a recording artist is really what I am. I know how therapeutic it can be to, to put your thoughts and pain on paper onto a recording. And so for some people, they may not be a creative themselves in a way. So the song therapy provide for In order to do that successfully, it requires approximately 10,000 hours of work. Right. Right. Exactly. And so um, I had, I actually had this moment where I went to, two different shows and three bands during the, those two different shows all played, they covered an uncle Nancy song. So they all played a song of mine. And my takeaway wasn't what like the people that were with me, like Kirsten stuff were like, Oh my gosh, three people played your song tonight. Like, how cool is that? My takeaway was like, I f- had my feelings thrown at me from not me. Yeah. That was my takeaway. And and also at the time, Kirsten and I were inventing this thing called root motives or emotional music theory, where we take the do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do, and we assign emotional root mo- motives to it. And right after that, we, we got this weird gig where we would write, we'd listen to people's love songs and uh, love, not listen to their love story. Um, and we would turn it into a song as a, a wedding gift, it was, we got hired by a jewelry, uh, what are they called? A jewelry maker. He was making rings and um, wedding rings for people. And we were like this added bonus where we'd write their wedding song. Um, and then this guy 
who had lost his wife and was having their rings melted down, um, told me his story. And that's when it clicked. That's when it was like, oh, that's when song therapy was like really born because when I've lost somebody, I wrote a song. When I broke up with somebody, I wrote a song. When I uh, felt like ending my life, I wrote a song instead. And so um, I got to do that for somebody. And then we, so this is two years ago, we um, decided we were going to do it for a hundred people. Um, and I did that in April, a couple years ago. And so, uh, and I just did a hundred for free. Um, and by the way, that's happening now. It now happens every April. We're on, on my website. You can go and book a free song therapy session. Uh, and it can be, it's accessible. So it can be on text or video or a phone call. Um, it can be in real time or not in real time if you're not comfortable with that. But I just get you to talk about something and then I translate it to a song. <coughs> and the results have been really amazing. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty cool thing. I haven't done it. I should. <laughs> right. You should. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So like, like you had said, you can go to the website and you mm -hmm. can, you can do that. That's a, there's so many things that you have going on. Do you have a, do you have a calendar that you post <laughs> of different things? <laughs> things? Uh, no, it's, uh, the way that it's like organized is just in different services. We kind of have a service menu on the front page and each, you know, service that I do is a button with my face explaining it goes to a, another page with my face explaining what the thing is and then a booking link. And, um, but the main two things, sorry, is, but is there a time dedicated to each one or do you basically do what is what people sign up for? For like song therapy and workshops and things. Yeah. Like, cause you have the different services you offer. So does it take you being in the mode for each one? You're like, okay, I'm ready to focus on this. Or does it kind of come in the terms of what your, your, your client wants basically, or, you know, yeah, everything's always client focus or student focus. Yeah, that's good. Um, and, and a lot of that is because I am extremely good at improv and grew up an improvisational actor and an improvisational musician. And I absolutely use those skills to like be there for the person instead of trying to do like the traditional, here's the thing you're going to learn and I'm going to teach it. Uh, I'm much more into the ride. Right. Um, and figuring out what you are, because I've been using this word Eunice a lot. I use it a lot on the website, um, my meanness or the Eunice and, uh, and just how extremely powerful that is that once you embrace that and go, well, this is how I do it. Um, stuff gets easy, stuff gets fun. And when stuff is easy and fun, you'll work at it. And the only way to be successful at something is to like put in a an extreme amount of work into it. Right. So Repetition. why would you try to do things that you suck at? This is why I spent years not having a website uh, until one day I was like, oh, I should really listen to like my own preachiness, my own advice. And I should just make the website the way that would be actually fun for me. So sitting here in my black box and just being a goofball and talking about what I do was a blast. Right. Yeah. Um, and so then I made it and I made it in two days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fun to do. You know, I, I put together the website for the podcast and I put together the website for the barbershop I work at. And it's a fun mm -hmm. thing to put together. And as a creative outlet, I, I enjoy it. And yeah, then you probably did it the way 
you probably did the types of things that you enjoy. Well, and I also set it up to how I would want it to look, you know? So if I was using somebody as a fan, so, so we do have a lot to talk about. We're going to get to your EP, but I think that we should talk about some of the really difficult things about the, what the EP is about, you know, is is, being actually autistic. Yeah. So tell us about the EP and we're going to have a little rough conversation that, that people, you know, this is for mature audiences. Well, I don't know how to, how to, this is just your world. So tell us about the inspiration of the EP. Um, Okay. So, I mean, that's, it ties to the website. It ties to like all the different things that I'm doing because um, in, at the end of winter, I went through a really bad bout of autistic burnout and just had to change things um, about myself. And one of the first things I did um, was that on my morning stream um, for the first time ever, I let myself be autistic and stim and, um, and I didn't mask. So when I'm live streaming, so like right now I can see my face back at me, right? On my computer screen and immediately I mask. And what masking means is that I just do all the things that make me look like a not autistic person. When I unmask, I start to do things like this. I start to rock back and forth. I sometimes do vocal stims like Um, and I did that online for the first time. And I wrote a song called neurotypical. Um, and I have been on TikTok. If you look up autism, autism or autistic talk, that's a hashtag on TikTok. It'll blow your mind. There are tons of people who are actually autistic. That's where that hashtag comes because what started happening is that people who have the ability to speak, uh, who are autistic were have been ignored because they have the ability to speak. And so they're told they're not autistic enough um, or that parents of nonverbal kids um, have more right to speak on autistic issues. And uh, the funny thing about the internet is it connects people. And so there have just been a lot of autistic adults who have been coming together and saying, Hey, I am actually autistic. So I think that I deserve to be heard on issues that have to deal with me, especially with children. Cause I used to be an autistic child and your autistic child will one day be an autistic adult. So it's important that you stop speaking over me. So that's right. where that term actually autistic comes from. And that song um, and kind of the whole album is a response to Sia. So Sia made a movie um, called Music um, about an autistic. Uh, it's actually the, the messed up thing is that it's actually the main character is not music. The autistic um, kid named music um, that the movie's named after is just the burden in the movie. And it's actually all about her sister overcoming the burden of having an autistic sister. And it's really ableist and really messed up. But then the music videos, it's like a musical, right? Came out and I did a live reaction. I don't know if you saw that to the song, Oh Body, which is Sia writing a song from the perspective of being autistic. And then Maddie Ziegler, who's neurotypical and not autistic, mimicking and it just felt like mocking um, autistic. This is in the, uh, the, it's a, it's a video or a movie. It's a movie. And then there's music videos in the, in the movie. I gotcha. um, and then I did a reaction to it. I thought I was going to talk about 
the music. <laughs> um, but for being something that Sia called a love letter to the autistic community, she didn't um, involve any autistic adults. Um, and it's actually really incredibly hard for an autistic person to watch because there's flashing lights and, and, and crazy colors. And then um, there's these dance moves that are mimicking autistic stims. And, um, and the reaction was really overwhelmingly awesome from the autistic community, but also that song, the lyrics are really offensive because it's, there's this trope with that an autistic person is a person with autism. And that that's a normal person trapped inside an autistic body. And that's just not true. It's an identifying factor. It's just a collection of traits. It's just the way that my brain was wired. It's the way that their brain was wired. Um, and if you take away autism, if you take away autism from me, you take me away. Right. Um, and so I sat down and was like, I'm going to write a song from the perspective of someone who's actually autistic because it really like hurt my feelings and like made me mad that someone who was not autistic was trying to speak for my people essentially. Okay. Yeah. And so that's where actually autistic came from. And then, um, and then I already had neurotypical um, and I did actually autistic, which is just a rap song about what it's like um, and kind of a reaction to the feelings of that movie and that song. Um, and then I did two more. I did wrong planet, which is actually a website for people with, um, Asperger syndrome or autism with, uh, usually like hyperverbal autistic people with low support needs. And, um, and then another one called beautiful weirdo, which is actually what I call my autistic students. Um, and there's been this thing that has started since I can't like physically, like let them know they're doing a good job. I have them <laughs> pat themselves on the back and say, good job, you beautiful weirdo. Uh, which has become a popular thing that all the kids do. And um, so I made a whole song about it. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's available on all streaming sites. Yeah. Uh, Apple, po or Apple Music, Spotify, all that. You post a lot of the videos on YouTube as well, but then you can also probably access it on your website, correct? The, yeah. EP, the EP. So there's links and all that. I mean, you can literally find everything that you're doing on your website. I'm sure that every day you find more things that you can add because... <laughs> How many songs at this point would you imagine that you've recorded? In uh, so uh, um, it's a thousand, yeah. um, it's a, but it's around there. We're actually in the process of taking all of my old solo uncle Nancy stuff and re publishing it as Joey Helpish stuff. Yeah. Um, just because it's, about, I'm thinking it's about confusing. doing the same thing. No, yeah. I got you. I think I'm going to re-record all my self-esteem, but Willie stuff and then take all that stuff down and, and retire it. Cause it's all old and yeah, whatever. I mean, but I'm that, not even re-recording it. I'm just like, there's album, there's an album right now from 2002 um, that you can listen to yeah. uh, under Joey Helpish. Uh, so they're under Joey Helpish. There's 30 albums. There's another 30 that are being transferred from, dandyland because the dandyland stuff is really as far as like dandyland's presence on spotify and stuff there's a lot of like song therapy and stuff that we're moving over to joey helpish and just really focusing on the kids stuff because the kids stuff has gotten really popular and is synonymous with dandyland studios yeah because uh, we have I a series called dandy kids and we have a, a song that is now 
in the several millions of plays, yeah, which is poopy stupid. But but we have another couple songs that are approaching um, the million mark. Um, yeah. One of them was a song written by a ten year olds called "Donald Trump is an Idiot," um, which just blew up overnight. Like I literally got a notification; it was like twenty thousand plays. Wow! Like, yeah. So That's I mean, weird. if anybody hasn't listened to our old episodes. Are the the past times that I've had you on when we talked more at length about what Dandyland Studios does, the thing that is the most popular is the work that you make with young kids, where they can yeah. that where they co-write a song with you, yeah. Where they sit down either online or back before COVID in person, and some of these kids are five years old, you know, and yeah. they're writing music, and and the beautiful thing about what you allow them to do is you're like, what do you want to write about? And you're not going to be like, yeah. how about we do this instead? If they pick something, you run with it. The, <laughs> you know fir the first Dandy Kids album that came out, we got this great write-up. I don't remember who did it. And they said, and they had been to a workshop and they said, this is what happens when you tell kids they can write about anything. You have an album with songs about poop, um, evil pickles from space, um, and uh, evil cat president. And yeah. everything in between. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So Dandelion yeah. Studios music can be found um, on Spotify and Apple Music and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, the Dandy Kids sure. series, we have six now. Uh, I just got to, so we're about a year in to doing it with um, with me singing. So before, in the before times, uh, we would do these workshops in person and the kids would at least sing on the chorus. Um, and it's been almost a year and we've done 60 something songs um in workshops with kids yeah uh, and it's pretty neat yeah so i think we're gonna we're gonna get out of here so that we can let the music speak for itself after we've spoke for half an hour <laughs> so joey uh, i'm i'm a big fan of of everything you do uh and i anybody listening you need to check out joeyhelpish.com the website is so user-friendly and there's there's so much stuff that people can reach out to you that they can then take part in and that you can help them uh, fulfill their music creation desires, you know, and so yeah. that's something that uh, I'm really grateful for the work that that you put in with me back in the day when we were doing our little stupid hip hop groups. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, now that I am able to record music, it's such a therapeutic thing and such a rewarding thing. And I, yeah, I mean, I think everyone should you. do it. <laughs> so, so yeah, we're going to end this with a song. Uh, thank you, Joey. Uh, this is Joey Helpish with Actually Autistic. Hello, 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 hello. I am actually autistic. Hello, 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 hello. I am actually autistic. Hello, 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 hello. I am actually autistic. Hello, 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 hello. I'm actually autistic. Stick up all of the stereotypes and all the ableist hype. So I'ma get into the fight and tell ya. If you met one autistic person, then you met one autistic person. It worsens the more they try to speak for us instead of hearing the autistic experience. It's spectrum means that we come in many variants. And I'm sick of all simple, simple dance, simple find similarities, not simple and all you character traits are what side hates. So alone and vilified And I find it's very hard to relate But I think it's time we celebrate We are more than personality traits Hello, I am actually autistic Hello, 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 hello I am actually autistic Hello, 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 hello
hello, hello. I am actually autistic. Hello, 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 hello. I am actually autistic. Hello, 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 hello. I am actually autistic. Taking advantage of inability to manage social interaction and causing more damage. What did you think would happen? Ugly ducklings in the black sheep wouldn't team up to fight the famine. Hardly. We alien debaters like Atari, and we will not be silenced. I don't wanna be the model of society that doesn't let me be me unapologetically. They try to tell us how to exist like a Nero typical. They try to silence us when we speak up, it's so despicable. And I find it's very hard to relate, but I think it's time we celebrate. We are more than personality traits. Hello. I am actually autistic. Hello, 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 hello. I am actually autistic. Hello, 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 hello. I am actually autistic. Hello, 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 hello. I am actually autistic. Hello, 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 hello. I am actually autistic. Autism speak. Shut the hell up. Anti-vaxxer. Shut the hell up. Hey Sia, shut the hell up. Neurotypical autism mom, shut the hell up. Yeah, Jenny McCarthy, shut the hell up. ABA therapy, shut the hell up. Ableism, shut the hell up. Functioning labels, shut the hell up.